10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Last one's in podcast live show. I am Dry Archuleta. With me is Samantha Archuleta. And uh, it looks like Robbie. Hey. Folks. Hey. Uh, up uh, you know, just got done eating dinner. Yeah, I saw a picture of that. But, that looked delicious. Yeah. Uh, she refused to eat it until she actually took a picture of it. I don't blame her. It looked very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it? something that I, uh, it was a steak that had been marinated for like the past 36 hours and it like absorbed all the juices. And like, so I had like a very thick, like seasoning on the crust of it. Uh, it was just that with mashed potatoes and gravy and some, uh, sauteed asparagus. It looked very good, but tasty yeah, stuff. but nice because gel is, um, a nurse and one of the essential workers, she had to work on Thanksgiving. So we just had Thanksgiving tonight and that was my way of like making Thanksgiving dinner. Hey, that works. I'm surprised you didn't go, uh, homeward bound. How so? I don't know. I just, I would expect you to go that way down to, you know, where all the family and stuff is. Oh, well, because, (laughs) Well, since everybody's living in a red zone right now, I figure it'd probably be best for you not to travel too much. Smart, smart, smart move. Um, cool. Well, so you had a pretty uh, normal Thanksgiving then? Kind of? Or not normal, uh, I guess, but uh, <laughs> not a, you know, rushy, rushy, I guess normal, crazy, yeah. crazy. <laughs> right, right. No, I just uh, spent it at home and actually just sleeping for once on my days off. So that was nice. If I would have known that, sir, you would have had a plate here. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I just been actually catching up on some of my backlog video games. So nice. It's kind of, I guess you could say it's more or less a choice that I decided to just kind of be a loner for Thanksgiving. But I think with like the years that I spent in Salt Lake City, I just got used to that. Now it's the norm. <laughs> yeah, now it's a norm for me to, you know, marinate a steak for 36 hours before eating it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, there you by go. By myself. <laughs> sounds pretty good to me, honestly. Yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. Sam, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I cooked with your wife. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you guys did a great job. Did, I, I didn't know. do anything. You said that with just a little bit of spite in your voice, though. Just like, I cooked with your wife. (laughs) No spite, no spite. Your wife. (laughs) We had fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They had fun. All the fun. (laughs) So much fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, Robbie, I should ask then, what's new in your life since uh, the last the last week the last live show i guess not a whole lot um i guess the biggest thing is i got some time off um 
which was nice. So I've been just kind of sleeping for the past three days. I did, however, uh, since I wanted to go through The Last of Us again before I started playing The Last of Us 2, I beat that earlier today, and I'm like currently on the DLC of that, which that's something that I haven't beaten before, so that's, I'm experiencing that for the first time. DLC is really fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's, so, it's very narrative-heavy, but I do like that about it. Yeah, it's super mm-hmm. stealthy, super narrative. It's only like a two-hour experience, though, so right. it's pretty easy to blast through. Um, yeah, I was going to say I got stuck on probably like the one part where you actually had to fight a whole bunch of clickers on there. So, yeah, I think I'm like currently one on that fight and then like one human fight. And like, that's kind of it, actually. Right. That's that seems about right for that kind of DLC. Yeah, it was. It's good, though. It's really good. Yeah. But so far, like fight, the real fight is not crying. <laughs> <laughs> that That is fair. That is fair. Like for the whole um, uh, Last of Us and Last of Us Two as well, <laughs> right? Last of Us. Oh uh, no, there's so angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? <laughs> it's just the entire story is like just you know it's it's about revenge. Let's just say I was just so like anxious for most of it. Yeah, yeah, but then like you're real angry and then you're like oh man that sucks and you're like man that sucks and then and then the ending is hard not to cry. I mean, just never get attached to people. That's the lesson. (laughs) There you go. That's the lesson, everybody. Just, you know, don't love. Don't get attached to fake or to fake characters made out of polygons. And you'll be fine. How am I supposed to have a waifu if that's the case? (laughs) I mean, don't you have a real body pillows for no reason? (laughs) I'm sure there's a reason. I mean, there are, are are those body pillows made out of polygons? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe I've gone through a few monitors. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really gross joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's that. Uh, I did finish Lovecraft Country, which that was a really good show. Nice. I still I'm, I still need to get on that. I haven't had the chance to uh, go through and watch more of that. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, so you haven't seen episode five yet then? No, still haven't. Okay. Yeah, then you don't know quite why I was freaking out while trying to watch it on my lunch break at work. <laughs> Not yet. I will hopefully know soon. I will, I will yeah. hopefully have that finished by next week, I'm hoping. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, the only thing that I could say... Uh, which hopefully I'm not spoiling it too much by saying this, but like there's the, my main problem with it is that they kind of like eventually they start using a deus ex machina just a little bit too much in the show. Hmm. Okay. But other than that, like the show was great. It was, it was fantastic. Huh? So I, okay. I'd recommend that show to people. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely been into it from what I've seen so far and I look forward to finishing it. Right. But now I got to go on to another show now that I'm done with that one. Um, I have played like maybe the first like 30 minutes to an hour of Control because since I had my uh, a couple days off, I decided to kind of mess around with the overclocks on my computer. And then I decided Control was probably one of the best games I could uh, test out those overclocks with. And those overclocks would, would just immediately crash that game. So I had to turn them off. But it's a, that's a beefy game yeah it, it is rather beefy like it makes my computer sweat yeah yeah it's really good though i would just i, it is I really recommend good. playing that uh in any way that you can 
because it's just a really good game. Yeah. Uh, so far, what I played of it, it's really good. Uh, I feel like it's going to reveal itself more as it goes along with the game. But as of right now, I'm just super confused at what the fuck's actually going on. It gets weird. <laughs> it gets way yeah. weirder before it gets any answers, really, I would say. <laughs> right. Because, like, I'm playing it. I'm like, okay, so she has an imaginary friend. No, apparently he's not. He's psychic. What the fuck's going on with that? Okay. <laughs> and how does she know about this place? How did she get here to begin with? What's going on? Like, I'm just doing that whole thing right now. Will you get answers? Will you not get answers? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm currently at that stage in the game where I'm like, great, I have 20 more questions and zero fucking answers. Yeah, yeah. That's most of that game, I would say, which I enjoyed quite R- a bit. That is kind of your shtick. Well, not shtick. Uh, kind of <laughs> your thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, there is a conversation going on in the chat about how Shock Lobster is... What is a man of principle and refuses to lower the difficulty on the last of us. <laughs> and so he has still Same. not finished it from what I understand. I think it's more important to finish it, honestly. Yeah, that is a very narrative driven game. I am in the same realm as you though. Uh, there have been a handful of games that I was playing that I was texting Drya while I was playing it. And I was just cussing out Drya while I was playing it because I had or I had to like get bent out my frustration somehow. Well, I actively just told you just turn the difficulty down. Just turn the difficulty down. Just do it. Or just get good <laughs> and scrub. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I did. Is I just they told me to get good, and I got good, kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After dying for a million times, but After five hours of yelling at me because you couldn't get through the <laughs> one part. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. I did that, like, I think very famously with our text messages, I did that while I was going through uh, through Mass Effect 3 because the last fight in Mass Effect 3 just, fuck, man. That get, that on hard difficulty was so goddamn punishing. And then the same thing with uh, Spec Ops The Line because I beat that game on the hard mode too. And that one just got fucking punishing towards the end. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing about that game, though, is like with Spec Ops The Line is like the only way to really win at that game is just not play it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That entire game is built to make you feel like a giant asshole. Yeah. Uh, also, which Shock um, in the chat says, quote, as a dad, unquote, moment, though, I had to put the game down referring to The Last of Us after the intro sequence, which, yeah, I feel like yeah. even as not a parent, if you don't like feel hurt or like cry a little bit after that first feel 30 anything. minutes, then you might actually be a monster. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that intro like five times, and each time I tear up just a little bit. Like, but yeah, it's that's... it's hard not to with that game. Yeah, that game is fucking hard. But yeah, that game has a uh, good way of like grabbing your feelings, be like, oh, are these your feelings, or do you want these back? And then throwing them on the ground and stomping on them over and over again. I mean, and then the and then just watching you cry while you hold the remains of your feelings yeah that's then calling you a bitch for crying about it yeah oh my god that game is so long but good yeah yeah there's multiple times in the last of us two where i thought okay this is the end nope still had quite right like (laughs) like at the 15 hour (laughs) mark you're like all right we're at the about the length of the first game this is going to be a really good ending the ending is right here i see it happening it's like oh oh that was a halfway mark yeah oh there's an entire game still pretty much (laughs) Yeah, Last of Us 2 is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I haven't i have gotten like huge amount of spoilers. I'm pretty sure there's a couple things that got spoiled for me, but just not fully. 
uh, one thing that I saw is like, cause you know, I listen to a lot of video essays whenever I'm at work and one that I keep on seeing in my recommended that I'm just holding off on is, um, somebody did a video essay on, uh, the type of game that the last of the last of us two is and why it works for spec ops the line, but why it does not work for the last of us two, which got me intrigued quite a bit, but I got to play the last of us two before I different actually as a man who's played both, I would say that they're different, but I I could see where the essay is going to go to, but I think that it's very different experiences. But yeah, that, that piqued my curiosity quite a bit, but now I just got to wait for Jill to actually catch up on The Last of Us and then I can start playing the second one because she got tired of waiting for me and tried playing it herself. And now I've beaten the game and she has to catch up now. <laughs> cool. Which I asked her because like I asked her if she just like wants to watch because like there's been a couple of people on YouTube who have just like straight up made a story like the um, like the story mode of it where they take like all the important scenes of the storyline and they just put our have you watched those and like you basically get the idea of the entire game without having to play it and i thought about putting one of those up for her but part of her wants to finish the game just because she feels like it'd be more rewarding to actually play through it than it would be to watch one of those she can i believe jill you're in the chat i believe in you you can do this (laughs) you got it but also it's okay if you can't (laughs) <laughs> no it's not <laughs> um, but yeah she she already knows that that game is a feels trip so but it, it just becomes even more of a feels trip as you go down that game or as you play that game yeah um, no, yeah Witch. I know Sam is very judgy that's, that's witches <laughs> for you though you know what <laughs> you're the one that wants to burn me at the stake yeah well stop being a witch Stop being a Puritan. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you agree to disagree. Is there a witch burning sound effect on this soundboard? <laughs> um, this is close. No, enough. but we could probably make one. <laughs> what? Why is it so magical? It's the closest thing to witch burning, I think. No. <laughs> I think it would be screaming in agony. Okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Along with. Fl- <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, no, those are the last of the witches that they uh, weren't able to burn. <laughs> oh my god! Cool. Um, so, anything else you've been uh, playing, watching, reading, listening to, Robbie? Not currently. Uh, I need to, like I said, since I finished a couple other things, I need to jump on a, a few other, a th- uh, few other movies and TV shows. Uh, for one, I told Jell. Argel that I need to show her old boy at some point in time mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to spoil that movie for her but I want to talk about it at the same time with her that must be rough for you because you like talk when you start talking about a thing you just talk and like yeah there's like a filter on you Robbie where you're just like I'm not going to spoil it so the last 15 minutes of the movie is <laughs> um, it's been a little rough yeah yeah but um, uh, that's going to be a fun experience that's what other than that you, like, um, show people so you can see the shock on their face right but uh i couldn't find that movie but i ended up finding or uh, seeing suspiria at entertain mart last time i went there which by oh, the way old. the old one okay i'd say both of them because of them are worth watching but they're very different movies okay good to know but you are sam along with a bunch of other my hor- uh, horror fish and audio friends have been telling me which i said that puckeredly uh have told me <laughs> that i need to watch that movie <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually not seen it, but Sam keeps telling me I need to. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm I one day am looking forward to sitting down and watching them both. Well, well I have it on or like them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have it on Blu-ray now, so Ooh. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a podcast. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I get to host it. Yeah, okay, that works. See, uh, yeah. I, I mean, considering... <laughs> I was going to say, considering you're the one who's watched it, but yeah, since you're also the group witch, that, that'll that also would be the one work who too. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, another movie that I want to watch for the podcast at some point in time is... Um, uh, not Fantasia. Um... <laughs> That'd be a weird choice. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Phantasm. Fantastic that's the name beats. of it. Oh, Phantasm, oh, Phantasm is a great movie. Well, it's great. Yeah. Sam could host that one too. <laughs> yeah. Sam or... can just hold. I mean, I've seen old weird horror movies. Yeah, I love old What's weird a... horror movies. Yeah, that that is definitely an old weird horror movie, but it's a good one though. It's a really good one. Um, really yeah, I would say with that, like the first one was so or was good enough that after I watched because I got that one restored on uh, restored into 4K on Blu-ray. So it's not technically in 4K, but there's a 4K, 4K version of it because, right? Hmm. Gotcha. But um, I like the first one so much that I bought the other five. So I should tell you how much I like the first one, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yes, to Shock Lobster Phantasm is the one with the dude with the silver ball that drills out people's brains. Yes. <laughs> um hey sam what's up what, what's up that came out weird <laughs> um could have been weird reader you could have been like yo 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 what's going on fracking uh-huh hey <laughs> and you don't get any more whiskey now. <laughs> um besides like you from the last episode, there's been two days where we haven't been hanging out, basically. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> did you watch anything in those two days that I don't know about? Probably, maybe. Actually, remember? no, I've been watching Psych. You've been watching Psych? Yeah. Watching oh my Psych. god, it's so funny, right? It's pretty it's good. It's really stupid and silly. I thought it would um, not hold up as well, and it kind of does-ish. It's not too bad. It's really good. It's not like super dated or anything. It gets super, super, super silly around season three. It's already very silly. It gets really silly early in season three. Okay. Well. Are you watching it on Peacock or Amazon? Amazon. Uh, Peacock is free, so whenever you know you're able to, it has Psych the movie and Psych Two the movie. What? There's Psych movies. There's there's technically a uh, musical special and two movies, and they're all an hour and a half. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those movies are really great, too. I'll get there. I really like Psych 2. <laughs> Psych 2, Lassie, Come Home. Very, very good. Cause is that the actual name of it? Yeah. Um, because huh. there's a character named Lassiter, and they call him Lassie in the oh. show. And he wasn't in the first movie because he had a horrible stroke. Uh, and so they worked the entire... Like in real life? In real life. Okay. And so I didn't know worked... if you're like spoiling this. No, no. Uh, that was his real life thing. Okay. Um, and so they worked it into the story for the second movie of him having a stroke. Made it a whole thing, and it's really sad, actually. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, the second the second movie is really fun, though. Um, well, Sam, there are a couple movies that we watched here. Yes, we watched um, 
underwater the yes. other night, and I totally got the ending. You guessed it. I guessed you mean? it. Yes. <laughs> I understood the ending. Don't worry. It ended I like, totally I understood what that. was going on. I'm sorry. English is not my first language. It's your only language. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. She's a witch. That means Latin is her first language. Oh, got it. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yes, we watched that with Kristen Stewart. Yes. And she was Kristen Stewart. And she didn't have any expression <laughs> on her face ever, except for a stoic. Stoic? Is yeah, word? Yes, very stoic. Sort of stoic. I think the stoicism works in it quite well, though. Yeah, but the thing is, that's just her acting and what she acts like in every single thing. Yeah, that's just her. And Liz pointed <laughs> out that she does pause and then, like, answer and sigh or she, whatever. <laughs> she sighs and stutters and then she huffs and then she answers the question yeah, she's very for every moody. single line. Yes, every single line. <laughs> also, um, um, yeah, it was actually a pretty good movie, though. Um, called the ending. But without spoiling the ending, I honestly do think the ending kind of is what makes the movie so cool. Same. Just because, like, it... For what it is, it is extremely surprising of what it is, because it, like, sets it up as kind of not being that, and then it's like, oh, this is, like, actually this huge fucking thing. It's really, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, for anybody into weird, fantastical horror movies, um, that are, I would say it's totally in the vein of like alien, honestly. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. I mean, if you're comparing <laughs> it to Buck alien, Lobster then that's in the chat says Kristen Stewart was good as all the undead mannequins in Bly Manor. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree she uh really really did good in that <laughs> i mean the one movie that i saw her in that she actually did a really good job with was probably american ultra i do like her in american ultra yeah seen that. american ultra is with her and jesse eisenberg and he is a stoner that is in part of the American Ultra program from when he was a child. From if I don't know if you know any of that uh, study stuff. Yeah. It's basically a bunch of kids and drugged and turned into super spy soldiers. Um, and he's a huge stoner and she's the girlfriend that supports him, but also like a spy. And she works really well in that role. That movie's fun. That movie's really fun, actually. I watched it's a really fun movie. A stripper. Did she strip? Yes. Well, good. Then she fulfilled the role. I think she did drugs, too. Well, if you're a stripper, you do drugs. Those are the rules. <laughs> I mean, that that's how you fucking pay for your drugs. You strip. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> I mean, there is actually... So, the group that we're in on Facebook, I got uh, scalded by one of the people in there once. Uh, he, was, he was the guy who was uh, working as a DJ in a strip club at one point in time. And what? he asked us... Yeah, he asked the group, like... What song are uh, like I'm um, running out of songs to play for tonight's show? Like what what songs do you think I should play? And I told him that he should go ahead and he should play uh, the lap dance is always better when the stripper is crying by um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I forgot the name of the band. I'm blanking Blood on the Hound name Gang. of that band now. Yeah, thank you. By Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. And apparently he's done that before and he watched a girl make four hundred dollars one night off of that song. I told him that the, I told him that, that was actually rather impressive, and then he went on this whole big spiel about how like 
apparently part of the job is like breaking the women to like make it because like a bunch of them think that they should have a sense of honor and like the job that they're doing i guess and they have to like break their spirit in a weird way and i was like she's like you're fucking okay. or something what the fuck yeah kind of yeah <laughs> i was just like okay why are you telling me this and he's just like it's not cool that you're like making fun of them it's like um okay there's they're people <laughs> yeah they are people they're people who take off their clothes for money <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. What stripper? Yeah, I got like, four hundred dollars to dance for eleven minutes. I would do it every fucking night. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> but nobody will. People pay me to keep my clothes on at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently they also pay you to lay down and make chalk outlines of you. So there's that too. Huh. I guess you're right. Things aren't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a tape outline, sir. Thank you. Oh. Sorry, my bad. A tape outline. <laughs> but yeah, because watched- that stays longer than a chalk outline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we watched um, Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Highly recommend. Bunny. <laughs> oh yeah, the bunny. Yeah, the bunny. Uh, what? What's that guy's name? I don't know. Starts with a T. He's from Denver. Terrence. No, he was in the Craig. Cloverfield movie. The guy behind the camera. Yeah, the guy behind the camera. The comedy guy. Yeah. Funny guy. I uh, cannot think of his name at all. Anyway, he is in the film. I'll Google it. Yeah. Um, and he does really On good job. On my super loud keyboard. Actually, I think he actually does do a really good job. This movie, um, Underwater, was TJ Miller. Uh, Tyree in the chat. Thank you. Um, Tourniquet Jones? What? <laughs> I completely forgot that TJ Miller was even in that fucking movie. In Cloverfield? That was yeah. his very first role. Yeah, huh. I know him from. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else. Uh, he's not like a I bunch mean, of comedies. But like that was kind of the idea of Cloverfield is to get a bunch of unknown actors. And so that was his first role. Man's from Denver and huh. that was his first acting gig. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, there's like this stuffed rabbit in the movie. And uh Dry was telling me that it, they were supposed to like put in like like a real like a CG, like a CG rabbit, rabbit or like impose a real rabbit into it where they're carrying like the stuffed rabbit and so he d- doesn't look insane. But instead in post production the director's like, mm, nah, we're not doing that. And so he's just treating the stuffed rabbit like super carefully and like loving it all kinds in the movie and he looks fucking insane it's really great yeah, I thought it was <laughs> weird but like um you're so far underwater anyway like you need those little small comforts <laughs> <laughs> um and also uh shock lobster says chlorophyll was great i wanted the monster to win the monster does win what are you talking about yeah the monster yeah he, he technically does win <laughs> in 10 cloverfield lane right that's technically a separate reality i mean it's the same reality in my uh head cannon i mean that's, uh, the chlorophyll <laughs> stuff allows a head cannon kind of part of it i, I, guess. Th- I, I would argue 80 percent of cloverfield <laughs> is head cannon yeah actually yeah pretty much um yeah so we watched that movie and then we watched uh, Black Klansman earlier today. That movie. 
It's sad. It's really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Just like realizing that, hey, things really have not fucking changed that much. Yeah. And then the fact that Black Klansman is based on a true story, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And about Colorado Springs and the guy is from Colorado Springs. He's still alive. And that he actually, a black man actually infiltrated the KKK and got a membership. Yeah. Is absolutely fucking insane. He's, he keeps the KKK membership card in his wallet to this day. <laughs> it's insane. But yeah, that movie is just really, really hard to watch because you can just see how literally nothing has changed. And that's yeah. the part that sucks. Like they showcase that um, at the end too. Basically saying the same shit you know, with the whole Trump pre- presidency and the fucking Proud Boys or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucked. It is. I think, sadly enough, the greatest thing about the Proud, Proud Boys is uh, in a weird way, they got um, doxxed on Twitter by a bunch of, um, by basically the gay community. And so, like, a bunch of people were, like, doing the hashtag Proud Boys, but it was just a... If you were to like search it for a little while, it was just a bunch of guys kissing. Yeah, like, and so proud boys like yeah. gay pride, gay pride. Yeah, and it was like is gay pride, uh, gay pride parades, and a bunch of guys kissing each other, yeah. and like That's all this other. Yeah, yeah like, it was pretty fantastic. It. That's great. Yeah, they they did that, and so uh, after what they tried doing for a little while is they tried uh, changing their name from Proud Boys to Leatherman. And because, you know, if every if you know anything about gay men, it's like gay men do not like leather. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I saw. Yeah, I saw that they're going to change the name to the Leatherman. And uh, I hashtag Leatherman to uh, put their poster stuff up on there. And then it was just a whole bunch of gay guys wearing a bunch of leather stuff. It was fantastic. (laughs) I can see the guy in charge of social media. All right. All right. Proud Boys didn't work. Leatherman didn't work. Uh, Blood Puck. Butt plug gang. Let's go for that. That's got to work. <laughs> no, we have that, right? Butt plug gang. <laughs> uh, it, it, in my opinion, it was probably better than uh, whenever. Uh, I want to say it was the All Lives Matters. It was either All Lives Matters or the Blue Lives Matters was uh, hijacked by a bunch of K-pop fans. And so if you tried what? looking up anything for All Lives Matters, then it, it just popped up a whole bunch of K-pop fandom. Sam's being weird. I'm sorry. I didn't hear any of that. I was very confused. K-pop. <laughs> yeah, K-pop. K-pop. Yeah, uh, K-pop actually infiltrated, I think it was All Lives Matters during the Black Lives Matters movements. So, like, if anyone tried, like, searching All Lives Matters to, like, try to find a place, like, meet up, or places for them to meet up, or, you know, whether they're going to, like, this place or that place to try to take down certain protests, like, you just find a whole bunch of K-pop fandom because uh, the K-pop fan are... Then used the BTS and a bunch of other bands to basically flood their feed, so they couldn't do any communication on places like Twitter or Facebook. Huh? Yeah. I just want to point out that Kyrie is the real hero of this live show tonight because she left <laughs> some whiskey outside of the door for me. <laughs> so okay, so that's why I was paying attention to what Sam was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I was real confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm the only sober one during this uh, podcast. I no, assume. no, I'm sober. Maybe not for oh, okay. long. No, I'm the only drunk one. <laughs> well, okay, I'm not drunk, just slightly buzzed. Mm, you could be drunk. <laughs> we get fun drunk, Sam tonight. Yay! 
Yeah, and then you get belligerent Sam <laughs> later. <laughs> Great. No, 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 no. You get a deal with belligerent uh, Sam. I get a deal with fun drunk Sam at the moment. <laughs> you get a deal with the consequences afterwards. Have fun with that, by the way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was that a cap I heard flying across the room? No, no that was, that was ice. a bunch of ice going into a cup of whiskey. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, whiskey. just a cup of whiskey. <laughs> it's salted caramel crown. It's pretty good. Give me that other cup you have there, actually. Fuck this. Oh, you want to try it? <laughs> yeah, I have a Coke here. It's good. It's sweet. Yeah, salted and... caramel whiskey, actually, it sounds like it'd be pretty good with Coke. Let's read the thing on the back here. This limited edition flavor brings a little festive sweetness to your holiday season. The rich, creamy notes of caramel finished with a subtle touch of salt perfectly complement the smoothness of Crown Royale whiskey. Each, enjoy on the rocks as a shot or in a holiday cocktail for a uniquely delicious seasonal experience. Okay. You pregnant, Sam? No. All right, you can drink this then. Very much no. (laughs) I think the only better answer than that is, I fucking better not be. (laughs) Immaculate conception. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That's the only way I could be pregnant if it was immaculate conception. In case everyone out there wanted to know. I mean, I thought about making a really bad joke about that, but I decided that I probably shouldn't cross that line. Everybody's wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, let's not put that on a live show. (laughs) Yeah, we we can totally delete this out of the live show, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, people people aren't currently listening to what we're saying. We can totally delete it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. There's a few people that are currently listening to what we're saying. Um, so, uh, Fargo, I've been watching some Fargo. It has one episode left. What? What, Sam? Will you all want anything else to watch? I haven't been watching things. I did a thing. I played a thing. You? Okay. Yes, you did. Last night, I platinumed Days Gone. Nice. Yeah. Very good story. Very good everything, really. Yeah, actually, it was worth it. It's the kind of open world game I like. It's very... Very goal oriented, um, and doesn't leave you like just running around everywhere doing your own thing, which is fun sometimes. But like, I need some sort of structure in my open world. Right. I will say that a lot of the cutscenes are very janky, and I hope they fix that. Let's be in the real. That entire game. game is janky as fuck. Yeah, the the entire game is janky as fuck. It might be fixed in the PS5 version. Um, because there's a lot of points where things just didn't load, um, textures didn't load in, environments didn't load in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, from what I have heard and seen, actually, on gameplay for the PS5, if you play it on PS5, it runs buttery smooth, 60 FPS, no drops, the whole thing in 4K. So it runs very well on the ps5 nice <laughs> um what everybody says is like that's the version they wish they had of the game instead of the version that we got because even on the ps4 pro it didn't run well <laughs> i think yeah i remember you telling me about that yeah yeah it uh does not run well yeah but saying that like despite that 
it didn't like ruin my experience mostly. <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun with it, and I really like the story, and I really like like the characters near the end. Um, and I like the ending and the second ending. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, except for like a little bit of jank, I honestly do love the story. The story feels like five seasons of a really, really good show. It really does. And like, it's the thing that I can probably most closely say that it compares to is what if Sons of Anarchy had zombies? Um, because like the characters feel like Sons of Anarchy characters, and even in a way to where they're sort of unlikable when you first get to know them. And then you just, the longer you get to know them, the more likable they are, and you get to learn more about their characters, and you become very attached over the course of the story. Um, yeah, it's extremely, extremely good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I highly recommend anybody play that, I guess. Yeah, I played it on PS I- now, and you can download it. So, but it is a long game, so it actually might be better to actually buy it because it's like $20. And I think it took like three months for me to be two and a half, three months. And that would have been like $30. So just buy it if you want to play it. Yeah, I think it's in their greatest hits now. That's why I think it's $20 to buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing I was going to say is uh, I guess if Days Gone is like five seasons of a really good show, how many seasons would you say uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is? I don't know. It depends on how much you hunt. <laughs> yeah, you that, like, that's fair. If you mainline the story of Red Dead Redemption 2, I bet it would be 25, 30 hours maybe. Um, okay. But the fact that in order for me to feel like I was like progressing the story and really getting to know these characters and moving it along, I did like a ton of side stuff. And also that world's just like really fun to live in and explore and just like be a cowboy. Because here's the other thing. Everything in that game is a snail's pace. Hunting is a snail's pace. Walking is a snail's pace. Even combat, in a way, is a snail's pace. Like, it feels good, and it feels good to pull the trigger back and cock it and then shoot it. um, Because you have to cock the gun every time you want to shoot it. Um, It feels good. And... But the thing is, like, it's not complicated combat. Like, it's pretty simple. The first 20 minutes of gameplay of shooting, you know what the shooting in that game is. Like, the first 20 minutes of riding a horse, you know what riding that horse is. Which is good and bad in a way because you will be shooting and riding a horse a lot. In fact, in Red Dead Redemption 2, I would say for every three hours you play, probably two hours of that is riding your horse back and forth. That's how I felt with the first one, and that's why I never beat it. <laughs> I would say the first one is much faster than this game. Really? I don't yes. know if I like the second one. There is one, even then. like a camp mechanic where you have to like keep feeding your camp and keep them happy. And you have to like go hunting, and it's it's yeah. It's that I might like, but it's just like the constant, just wandering all the time on your horse. Also, the map is huge. It's much much bigger than the first game. Holy shit! Because the first one was yeah. gigantic. The first game's map is within this map, and it's literally a corner of the map. God, it's a huge fucking map. <laughs> Leave it to Rockstar. Yeah, it's a good game. Like it's 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 maybe it's maybe one of the best video game stories that I have ever been a witness to. I would say in a lot of respects it honestly beats 
The Last of Us and Last of Us 2 for characterization. Um, it doesn't quite hit you. Well, actually, I was going to say it doesn't quite hit you in the feels as much, but that would be a lie because I cried at that game a few times. Um, also, Shock Lobster calling in here. Um, hey. Hey, Shocky. Hey. Hey. Well, I had some opinions about Red Dead Redemption 2, and I didn't want to put up with the lousy uh, telephone keyboard. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, like, I need. I still need to actually finish Red Dead Redemption 2. I fell off of it somewhere in the middle of Chapter 4 because... <laughs> <laughs> some of the activ- some of the stuff you have to do in that game is so choresy it infuriated me. That game and, is uh, chore simulator, yeah. Yeah, but the one thing that put me over the edge, I think it was like um you're just trying to get from point A to point B and what always happens when you don't want it to is when you just have some jackholes converge out of the woods and attack you. <laughs> shoot at you while you're on your horse trying to do a thing. If you're tooling around on your horse trying to find them, you never will. But as soon as you get busy with something else, that's when you get ambushed. But I mean, um, the random the, spawns the thing... random spawns just seem like normal for open world games. It, Sometimes it's just well, No, I understand where he's coming from. Is it the thing with story missions is if, if you get off uh-huh. track or if like you go off the track too much, you fail the story mission and have to start it all over again. Oh. Yeah. So if yeah, you get game is behind also, the NPC right. character, then you also fail the mission. Oh, I hate that. I hate that shit so much. In-game. Yeah, it has super touchy yeah. thresholds. And, yeah. and the thing is, they don't disable the random encounters at all. So the chances of you failing a story mission because of a random encounter is actually pretty fucking high. That's what I liked about uh, Days Gone to go back. Sorry. Um, whenever you did have like a story mission or anything like that, there wasn't any zombies or other people around when you're on your bike, which like, I'm going to say too, that I hate the, uh, motorcycle chases. Cause I, I hate that mechanic in a sort of game, motor, motor, motorcycle, horses, fucking car chases. I yeah, hate that shit yeah. because you can easily fail if you get too far behind or, you know, kill the person if you're not supposed to kill them red dead has a lot of horse chases yeah i really hate that yeah the first one i felt had too many in yeah yeah like (laughs) the thing is like i really enjoyed the gameplay loop of red dead and just kind of being in that world i think liz can attest to how many late nights i had up with that game for weeks on end um just putting time and time and time into it um because like the gameplay was satisfying enough but it really was the story that pushed me through. It's kind of like, honestly, with uh, Last of Us and Last of Us 2. Like, the gameplay is completely fine, completely serviceable to the product. Yeah. But the reason to keep pushing through it is the story. Like, that's the fucking bread and butter. And I mean, I think the best example of that is Silent Hill 2. Because the combat in Silent Hill games has never been good. It's, it's a story that you want to go for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like honestly, it, it kind of sucks how long that game is and how how much it honestly doesn't hold your hand for the first three chapters. Like honestly, the fact that you just told me that you stopped at chapter four made me laugh a lot, Shocky, because that's when the game actually starts. Like that's basically when you're done with the prologue tutorial bullshit and that's when all the good story stuff starts happening. 
Like what I wish the game would do is tell you like, hey, don't do a lot of shit until chapter three because chapter three is when the game starts actually opening up. And chapter four is when the story starts kicking off. But it doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the like I had no qualms with the story. I thought the story was great. And there were so many really great like it's not just like the narrative elements that that alone that that drive it. It's just the the way it transitions from uh, like you know a, a, like a cutscene to dropping you right in the middle of a mm, of a gunfight, mm-hmm. like you know depositing you in front of a a classic decrepit like neglected plantation <laughs> um, to have a massive shootout with a bunch of redneck racist moonshiners. Yeah, you know, it yeah, feels yeah. like a scene out of a Sergio Leone movie, <laughs> which is, um, you know, big time what the previous Red Dead was about. But I think the thing that like just snapped me, that made me put the game down until I felt they they needed to patch some stuff, because this was during the launch era, was for the umpteenth time I had been ambushed, and I jumped off my horse to take some cover, because Lord knows if you do not take cover, you're going to get shot to pieces really fast. Oh, yeah. The game is really serious about taking cover. Um, and I went and take, to, to take cover, and I went to pull out one of my long guns only. The game has this thing where if you <laughs> ride your horse long enough, your asshole dude will just put his long guns away. Yep. Like, fucking why? I only ever want to use long guns, but, like, you know, my, my 15-round uh, Henry just disappears from my inventory and you can't get your gun back until you go to your horse and recover your long gun. It drove me nuts. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of what the game does is that it's so, it entrenches you so much in the world and the story that like little details like that, like when you're first playing through it are really cool. And it's the kind of thing you always have to keep in the back of your mind. Like, Oh, right. When I get on this horse, there's a fucking holster on this horse for my long gun. So that uh, immediately goes onto my horse and I don't carry that around because of course you wouldn't carry that around as a real cowboy, right? It's too, big and bulky so you couldn't just carry that around so of course that goes on your horse but you don't fucking think in a video game that every time you get off your horse you have to take your fucking long gun out of your horse first and it's just one of those like that's the thing like a game needs to carefully straddle um really strong narrative elements and attention to detail without forgetting it's still a game yeah, and I think Red Dead in a lot of places does forget that because the fact that you said it became a chore simulator is funny to me because in your camp, every day you wake up, you literally have a list of chores to do if you want to keep your camp yep. happy. Chop wood, right. collect water, move oats, feed people. Like Honestly, <laughs> I just have yourself. a game exactly like that with only that. <laughs> 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 but I love like uh, the farming sims like Stardew Valley and harvest moon and stuff like that and this you know the sims but isn't it a farming sim so much sim. <laughs> to enjoy those games <laughs> i love them like harvest moon and all that yeah yeah There's so but... much love for those games that, that that people put out but like you know just after trying about two or three of them i realized nope there's nothing here for me i feel like you have to have a lot of time to really enjoy them because it sort of requires that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I same with Red Dead. Like the thing. Okay, so I said this earlier. Um, <laughs> it, you could mainline the story in that game, but I think the thing that's so incredible about that about that game is that the more time you spend in the world, the more impactful the ending is. 
just because you get to see how your character is in the world and you get to see how he reacts to everything over time and then slowly going through the story missions and seeing the character evolve and seeing the kind of person that he turns into throughout the whole thing is honestly just engulfing and heartbreaking in a lot of a lot of really great subtle ways um it's a really hard game to recommend though (laughs) because it's so slow it's so slow like i'm thinking like also i guess i'm gonna throw in some of my news from my life here real quick i got a ps5 um yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it'll be here. All right, a PS5. Mm. No, better than everybody else. Mm. Oh. <laughs> um, that'll be here. I mean, I day. think the biggest thing about him getting that is not only did he get one early, he was still able to say "fuck you" to scalpers by getting one. Yeah, yeah, I, I got one completely through retail. It was great. To be fair, yeah, he did I'm have like a bunch of browsers open. <laughs> yeah, devices, I so had a browser open it. on the computer Sorry. on my phone, <laughs> and then the app open on my phone, and then Liz had it open on her phone, and I find I it was it sold out in like twenty five seconds <laughs> on that Walmart sale, fucking and I ridiculous. got it on the app oh uh, somehow, some fucking how. It's so insane. Miracle. He was the chosen one. The chosen it. The claw chose chosen me. Chosen one. <laughs> I'm coming. Chosen one. I'm coming. Chosen one. I'm coming. And tiny net. (laughs) Oh no! Tiny net. (laughs) Now, speaking so much about Red Dead Redemption Two, though, it reminded me of something that I saw uh, recently. It was, uh, you know, how like Google has a tendency to like just give you articles and like, hey, you might find this interesting. Um. One of them that they sent me was uh, a news station out in Oregon accidentally showed a screenshot from Rockstar's uh, from uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 in their out and about segment. So somebody took a screenshot in the game and said like, hey, I was outside and I took this picture of this uh, of the scenery and it made the news. What? Because they (laughs) yeah, they thought it was a real shot. They thought it was a real scenery. That's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's get back on track here. Stuff. Uh, Fargo, Any other movies you guys have been watching? Yeah, Fargo, Fargo. That's what you're talking yeah, about. What have you been watching? What have you been listening to? What have you have been uh, playing? What have you been reading? What have you have? What have you? Have? <laughs> what, if, what, have I, what have I have? What yeah, have I have? What have I have? What have I have? Have 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 What? <laughs> All right, I'm grabbing the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fargo. Liz and I are watching that. This is her first season of Fargo that she's been watching. Uh, they're all their own like contained stories, so you can watch any season in whatever order, honestly. Uh, right. Season four is like an old night. It takes place in 1930 to 1950-ish. It jumps around a little bit in the first episode. The first episode's like two hours long. Um, but it's mostly a mob story boss and the uh, Italian mob against uh, Black Mob and the Irish mob is in there a little bit, and then, like, the feds and stuff like that. But it uh, has a really weird season length. It's 11 episodes. Um, which is, I thought was weird, but I think they honestly just did it so that they could put in uh, a little character filler episode in there, which was really neat that I think Liz maybe hated because it was black and white through the most of it. 
And I came up with a theory near the end of the episode because the entire episode is black and white. And then there's this one huge CGI tornado scene in it. And it looks fine in black and white. And then he, the character gets home and he comes out of the room like right after this tornado scene happens. And now it's all in color finally. And so I literally think they did the entire episode in black and white so that the CGI tornado would look better. That is honestly my theory. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say it almost sounds like they did that as like a weird ode to the Wizard of Oz. Also, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that. Um, but yeah, that show is really good. And episode 10 had a lot of really shocking story revelations that I did not see coming and actually had like my mouth agape because of it. Are any of the stories like connected at all other than just being in Fargo? <laughs> yeah, they are all connected story-wise line. Okay. Uh, Storyline-wise. Story line just like not the main. Um, so... Your main plot. The first season is actually technically the most recent season. Like, that takes place the furthest into the timeline for the most part. Season 2 takes place in the 70s. Uh, season 3 takes place mostly um, in a different town than the first season, but takes place during it and then a little bit after it, but isn't connected to all those characters except for one. And then season 4 takes place before all of that. Yeah. And then the movie takes place after season two, but before season one. Hmm. Because the movie is okay. still canon. <laughs> um, but it doesn't really matter which order you watch them in. I would probably recommend. Um, well, seeing as four is honestly before all that, I would say probably four, two, one, three. Okay. If you want to do chronological. No. <laughs> but they're all really my, good in their uh, own ways they all have very different themes yeah I guess if you watch them all anyway you'll be able to connect everything in your brain yeah yeah um, a thing I like about Fargo is how they always like start them off with like this is based on a true story which is <laughs> yeah, yeah which is completely life. fucking false yeah. <laughs> which honestly is what most things based on the true story are like because they can say that if there's like the smallest bit of thing that is accurate the, like a town name it's based on a true story right like the thing that's great about that though is the coen brothers who did the fargo movie um when they were asked like wow this is based on a true story like oh no it's complete all bullshit <laughs> um like oh yeah. why does it say that we just thought it sounded punchier and cooler. So we put it at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> you know somebody's going to believe that shit. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like, it works. Yep. It's it's good. So they kind of pulled a Texas yeah, Chainsaw no. Massacre then. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I have to wonder how many people got through, like, the first season uh, and were like, I don't remember hearing about that giant fucking shootout in that town. <laughs> I don't remember where those 300 people were shot up in that building. This is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you think they would have said something about that? Yeah, you would think. Um, God damn, my news coverage sucks. <laughs> I got to get better at basic cable. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the last episode of that is going to be available Sunday if you have cable, and Monday if you're using Hulu. We're using Hulu, so we'll be watching it Monday. <clears throat> I will use Hulu again when I get a free trial. They just had a Black Friday deal for two dollars for an entire uh, two dollars a month for an entire year. Is it ad free though? No, 
Well, I prefer yeah, ad-free. Oh, I'm Sam. I can't watch ads. I'm a witch. Ads are That's lame as like. fuck. Watch well, YouTube. I'm a fucking YouTube witch has too, like a million ads now. Ads. Anybody notice that? Yeah, it has they two do. ads before everything and then like an ad every three or four minutes. It's ridiculous. Uh, Lara in chat says, is this sports? No, it is not even close to sports. Maybe it's I a type actually, of sport. I actually have no idea what this show is. <laughs> it's just us talking about whatever. The one oh, thing she says it's good that it's not sports. Yes, yeah, so yes, it's not sports. The one thing no. I can say is the only thing it isn't is sports. Hell yeah. When Sam gets drunk enough, it turns into a blood sport. Well, that's just because she sacrifices people. <laughs> I don't As witches do. Anything, Laura? I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I mean, not God, because God's not perfect. <laughs> You say your show is called Communication Station. Cool. If anybody's listening and wants to check that out, the uh, Lara Show, Communication Station. Cool, cool. Um, but the other thing, is that your foot? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was the it. foot of the bed. Oh, that no, was weird. That was just my foot. <laughs> <laughs> that could have gotten real weird real fast. It did. Don't worry. Um, good talk, everybody. So, also, the Great British Bake Off just ended on Netflix here in the states, and it was fantastic. Oh, that blonde girl, though, right? You you watched two minutes of the last episode. <laughs> she Sam. did the meringue wrong. It melted. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Spoiler. What did I say? Gosh. The great. What did I say? <laughs> the Great British Bake Off ended. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? It ended. It ended. Right. What did I? Yeah, he said it ended here in the states. The Great British Bake Off. And it wasn't good. Yeah. It was good. That's what you said. It was good. Oh yeah, it was good. But the person who won, uh, I don't think the person who won should have won. I won't say who it was because spoilers or whatever. Yeah, man. For a competition show, but the person who shouldn't have won didn't win. The blonde girl. I know. What the hell was even up with that? What the fuck is up with her meringue? Jesus. Yeah, what, what was she making, Sam? She was making a meringue chocolate ganache. <laughs> cool. You remembered the ingredients. <laughs> I've never heard anyone that passionate about meringue in my life. <laughs> even, Listen, there's certain things you don't fuck around with, and meringue is one of those. Even the people on the Bake Off aren't that... <laughs> like crazy about Marine. They're like, I'm gonna make a Marine. I watched two seconds of it. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> Alright, note to self. Do not mess around with meringue around Sam. Flips <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> um Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good season, but it was weird because they had to have all the uh contestants and hosts and all the behind the crew, all the behind the scenes crew quarantine for it. And so Oh. Yeah, like that's how we did it like safely is everybody quarantined and so it's just like the same hundred people in this hotel for like a month and a half. Um while the people just baked. Cause like normally they would like go to the place for the weekend, do baking Saturday and Sunday, and then go back to their normal lives for a week and then do that again. And they like do the show for free from what I understand. And all at the end all they get is like a thing of a, a flower, like a wreath flower thing and a cake stand, and then they just go about their lives again. Like they don't get paid anything for it. Um, but yeah, it was a really weird season and it, 
was really, really good. Like, Noel Fielding is still fucking hilarious. He's still just... He's, he, he's pretty cool. British goth man. He's so fucking weird. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, um, that's a big selling point, because I don't think I would ever be interested in a in a cooking show otherwise. See, the thing about the Bake Off, though, is, like, it's not, like, this high-intensity, like, oh, my God, who's going to fail? Like, people trying to, like, fuck with each other. Like, they're all literally doing it for free for fun just to see, like, who is a good baker. So, like, they help each other out, and they just, like, have fun, and it's a really fun show. Or at the end, they're like, well, I guess somebody's got to go this week, so it's you. And everyone's like, oh, man, anyway, let's keep baking next week, guys. This is great. But I don't think no, no, well, Noel Fielding mm-hmm. ever just plays a character. He just plays himself. Yeah, he's just himself. He's just the goth dude. Like in the IT crowd. <laughs> yeah, he's just him. <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> he's just the goth guy. Richmond was the best. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he's great. Um, Randy in chat says, I love that they are all so kind and helpful. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what's fun about it. They're not, like, fucking screwing each other over. They it's seem the like they're Brits. friends. It's the tea. All the tea they drink. It uh warms your soul. They do have tea break. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, American reality show is all about, like, hamming it up and being a total dick. I mean... It felt like it's been that way since, like, what, the real world, which kicked it off. Right, and, like, Uh, that's not what British Bake Off is at all. It's literally about the baking, and then somebody has to get sent home every week, and that's it. And, like, it's no hurt feelings, because nobody's getting paid for it. Like, whoever wins the whole thing gets the same amount as the person who's kicked out in the first week, honestly. Basically, the whole idea of it is just like, hey, check it out. I think I'm a pretty good baker. I'd like to try to prove it. Yeah, basically, that's the whole thing. And if I'm not, well, then it was fun anyway. Yeah, they like yeah, all stay oh, well. afterwards. Because we're British. <laughs> and we're very kind. Yeah, you got it, Sam. You could be I on have, the British Bake Off. I've heard yeah. that Gordon Ramsay's uh, cooking show for kids is actually really nice and sweet as well. Like the British Yeah, version. I've heard the I've same heard thing. The British version of Gordon Ramsay is nicer than the American version. Yes, yes <laughs> much exactly. Nicer. Like Gordon, I think, has said he's put up to act that way because it yeah. makes money. But yeah, like yeah. yeah. charitable in real life. Also, though, the uh, Master Chef Junior is a fraud. Um, it was, it, it was all reality TV show is a fraud. No, it, it, it turned out like a bunch of the kids in the first couple seasons were literally just actors, and they didn't cook anything at all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That sounds about as good as when you found out that Bear Grylls spent most of his time in hotels between uh, films. <laughs> yeah, and- right? <laughs> Man against room service. <laughs> yeah, Lauren chat says, oh my god, shocker. No way. That- yeah, like, what What do you mean this nine-year-old didn't make this souffle in 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that they don't know how to make a beef wellington at the age of 12? Gasp. How dare they? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, but no. Like I know the thing with the uh, Gordon Ramsay though. Like um, the whole thing with him being an asshole in America started off with the, his kitchen nightmare. Like the first show he had whenever he was in America, and he was trying to like he was like opening up a restaurant and everything because you know like he'll actually have those are uh, the contestants cook at his restaurants and have them served to the customers and everything. And um, that very first night of that very first season, like. I guess everybody fucked up everything that they were uh, cooking. And he said, like he said that he normally doesn't get this worked up about everything, but he has a reputation to proceed. He doesn't want it to be ruined his first day in America. So he started yelling at everybody. And then the producers just basically kept on telling him, like, yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. And it became basically <laughs> his staple here in America. Great. That's so bad. Um, and also 
Lara, Bear Grylls. Yeah, he really did 100% just like stay in hotel rooms. And it would be like, they would find locations to where it looks like he's like in a deserted desert or like this Amazon. And it's like a fucking, it may as well be a Kmart parking lot, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's like 100 yards yeah. away from the main highway. It's just yeah. Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think the episode where, like, the most famous one where he like drank his own piss and wore his piss shirt, I think that was literally like 300 yards away from his hotel. <laughs> do you think do yeah you no think he, he drank the piss because he likes it yeah he super did yeah. he, he did. actually drank his own piss like if he ate something gross drank his own piss or whatever like he actually did that for the camera but then he went yep. 200 yards back to his hotel and like took a shower and ate a great steak or something probably <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Not thump off the steak like some urine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just like fucking drank his urine in a fucking Wine glass. Like, like Auntie He's Donna. Like, I love this. When they're getting the drug test. Oh, Donna. yeah. Try to show me Auntie Donna. It's pretty <laughs> weird and random and hilarious. And they're getting they're getting piss tested. And they're like, oh, don't go drink that piss. Like, I'm, I'm not going to. Oh, you're not going to drink the piss test. Piss. No, I'm not going to drink the piss test to it. Like, oh, my God. You're going to drink our piss. No, I'm not. Like, you're going to drink our piss. And he likes, makes a piss cocktail out of it and puts umbrellas in it. <laughs> Puts a straw in it. He wears a bib that says, "I drink piss." I drink. <laughs> I think. I think Kyrie is uh, getting slightly triggered by the conversation. Yeah, she's angry that we think it's funny. Yeah, she really doesn't like that. Show. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's not like that one night that uh, I tried. I decided to say that I uh, watch a couple of Wang's videos on YouTube, and the first thing that uh, Sam brings up, I think, was the compound or as a little pony. Uh, my little pony my thing little that was drowned in semen. Bucket. Oh, we can't <laughs> yeah. retread that ground. We're we can't do that. I want to retread that ground all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even trying to talk about that. She brought it up, and I was like, okay, I wasn't going to go down there, but sure, let's walk down this path. We can't. We that can't. was the first Wang video I watched, though, time? so that's the memory I have of him. <laughs> and then I went down the rabbit hole. He has better videos. He has I better. I watched a lot of his videos. Like the blue flag girl. <laughs> so you God, all he the has videos. better videos. <laughs> he has good videos. Speaking of YouTube, actually, something that I watched all this week. Uh, Defunct Land has the defunct TV thing. And they had a six-part video series on Jim Henson and his life and career. That was so oh. good. Oh. Yeah. I cried. That sounds like it'd be really good. Really, really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I just watched that all through like my breaks and stuff this week at work, and holy fuck, that's so fucking good. Really good. Um, I didn't realize just how fucking busy that guy was. He was. Oh yeah, when you're basically yeah, when you're he was the, whole the creator. Movie. Yeah, when you're the creator and most of the voices for early Sesame Street, like yeah. Like that's the thing. Like Sesame Street, the I didn't realize that the pilot for the Muppets, uh, Muppets. was called Muppets yeah. Sex and Violence. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> Which that's a thing. Enough, was yes. not like uh, much of a thing. <laughs> yeah, like and like they t- that's what the original pilot was called. And they're like, okay, listen, there's some stuff wrong with the show. Let's work on it. And so he worked on it, and he eventually got picked up for like yeah. a Muppets variety SNL, basically is what it was. Yeah. It was SNL with puppets. Huh. Uh, um, and. Man, it's just I, I defunct land. Uh, Jim Henson. It's a six-part video series. It's in highly recommend it. It's highly, really highly recommend it. Like I didn't realize he was involved with Fraggle Rock. Yep. Or just like how really? insane the dude's career honestly was. Mm-hmm. 
he was busy from the point that he got a pilot until his death. He didn't stop working. It's so insane. That sounds about right. Um, another thing about that too, I, speaking of stuff we uh, watch on YouTube was um, the creator of VeggieTales actually. Like he, he was like super, super busy up until the show got canceled with that. But yeah, like um, that whole little documentary that I watched in it though was going on about how he pretty much wanted to be the Christian Walt Disney. And he had like these really high hopes for the show and like what it was going to be for him and everything. And he was hoping to like basically build like an entire career off of it and like make other shows that were like it. And like he tried making other shows that were a lot less successful than veggie tales. And uh, eventually like the company did go bankrupt and it's because it was, uh, it was basically just a case of him doing too much too soon. Isn't Walt Disney kind of the Christian Walt Disney? I don't know if he was Christian. Nah, like the thing nah, about VeggieTales is like they do, they do have a lot of it where they don't like push Christian values, but they do have a lot of things that do, but like in a fun way and not like in a way that they're shoving it down the child's throat, I guess. Yeah, like I would say I, yeah, I, I am definitely like not a Christian mom, anymore, right? but I still have fond memories of VeggieTales and some of their dumb songs. I mean, they're just cute songs, like, regardless. Like, yeah. Because they don't even have, like, religious... Uh, like the pirates who don't like do that. anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're pirates and they don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, they just stay there and lie around. just weird vegetables <laughs> singing about... Pirates and hairbrushes, hairbrushes and, and ducks and, and cheeseburgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, Randy. Hairbrush song. Um, so there are a few news stories uh, that I want to bring up. Most of them involve WB. Uh, they're in the news a lot lately because they have a bunch of stuff up in the air with a lot of their shit. Um, so. HBO Max has announced that they are looking to turn Zack Snyder's Justice League into a trilogy. Why? So, Why do they just keep fucking like pounding that thing into the fucking right ground? Like here, the, Somebody the wants first to make their money back. Yeah, like the thing. Is, the first one hasn't even come out. Like the first miniseries, which is going to be four hours long, by the fucking way. I honestly think Zack Snyder is like this fucking crazy fuck that has way too much money. Yes, he absolutely is. Hands. He absolutely is. He, I don't know. He sucks so many dicks because every one of his movies get like the director's cut. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're looking into turning that into a trilogy, depending on how successful uh, the Justice League miniseries, the four-part miniseries, is going to be. I'm guessing it's going to be very successful because even I'm going to watch it, and I, I honestly don't even like Zack Snyder. So, <laughs> but you're just you like just for the. Though. I will not watch anything. You watch a lot of things. I watch most things. You watch many things that are popular. Uh, and unpopular. Mm-hmm. Auntie Donna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other um, thing is Joss Whedon whatever. has left an HBO Max show that he's been working on for a couple of years called The Nevers. Um, WB said they are parting ways with him. Um, I wonder why. Is I has like a bad reputation uh, yeah it's probably the bad reputation thing now it also might be that they have done investigations on the set this is hearsay 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 i don't know um but 
WB said, we are parting ways with Joss Whedon. We wish him the best of luck in the future. This all coming off the back they of don't. all of the Justice League stuff. So it's just like one of those things where they let him go, but they don't tell you why. Yes. So that make, makes it more sketchy. Like, yeah. he probably, like, yeah. assaulted someone or raped someone. or He definitely did some sketchy shit. Yeah. Um, so he's no longer involved with that show. And then the other thing, though, is WB is also looking to make a cyborg movie, but without Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League and who brought all of this stuff to the limelight. So it seems like WB is trying to part ways with everybody involved in the entire situation, really. Yeah, I was going to say, like, everything and start over. Yeah. More or less, yeah. That's what I say about the entire world. It doesn't really work that way. Um, it could if we tried hard enough as a human peoples. You, right. Too much whiskey. In you. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. Don't worry. It's still fun, Sam Drunk. We're just we're slowly working our way to belligerence. Our yeah, drunk we're Sam. We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> to be fair, I'm belligerent, like even when I'm not drunk. So <laughs> I, can't. I don't know. You're more shy and reserved when you're not drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you get enough whiskey and Sam, and then eventually be like, "Let me tell you, motherfucker, something." She's just that now, all the time. I think, I think whiskey <laughs> just in her blood now because she's just willing to tell people to fuck themselves anytime. It is my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and old. <laughs> um. <laughs> But here is some more WB news. Last week, I reported to you guys that Mads Mikkelsen came out and he was like, I'm not going to be Grindelwald. Sorry, guys. Well, in the interim of us being gone for the one week, official news came out from WB. Mads Mikkelsen is playing Grindelwald. He is. It's going to be so good. I guess. I'm excited. Because they'll pay him enough money. <laughs> well, well, honestly, you know, he's just... he did not say no take backsies. That's so. true. That, yeah, that is fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you throw enough money at somebody, right? Um, but honestly, he is such a good actor. And I think even like just how he looks fits Grindelwald so perfectly already. Uh, I think he's going to fucking kill this role. And I think he's going to be what actually makes Fantastic Beasts hit over that level of being uh, what it was meant to be in the first place. Because Johnny Depp just fucking wasn't it, man. He just wasn't fucking it. He was a really bad casting choice. Um, I mean, I know there's going to be some people on the internet that are going to like super disagree with you about that because there's some people who are super trying to are super trying to get Johnny Depp's job back with that one, but that's more or less the whole justice for Johnny Depp more than he was perfect for the role. Exactly, Johnny Depp. Right. Right. Like he wasn't perfect for the role. But I right. don't think he should have been fired because of all the stuff going on. But he he shouldn't have had the role in the first place. Like in the first uh, Fantastic Beasts in order to find the movie, it was not Johnny Depp playing the character. It was literally like the last five minutes of the movie. It's like, oh, my God, it was Johnny Depp the whole time. Which like. Isn't that the way that. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's so weird because like everyone's like oh, it was you the whole time but like everybody knew it was the character who what the character was so it was a real dumb thing like it was revealed to the audience not to the characters in the story which is just bad writing 
Um, I think Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald is a much better film overall, but still not perfect because Johnny Depp just is a bad actor. I don't know if he's a bad actor. I just think he plays the same. He got stuck in like that weird Tim Burton yeah. character. Yeah. Um, with Sweeney Todd. I think Sweeney Todd was good. Sweeney I think Todd's Charlie good. and the Chocolate Factory was bad. But he sort of got stuck in that Pirates of the Caribbean, which is Disney. But yeah, it's sort of just him now yeah you're right you're right kind of got stuck in that that willy wonka movie was bad not because of him but because it was just a bad movie yeah it was yeah that's fair i mean it's also kind of like yeah i was gonna say it's almost kind of like um the fuck that uh that western that he was in that i can't think of the uh the lone ranger it's kind of like the lone ranger right yeah uh, he wasn't bad in the Lone Ranger either, but it just wasn't a movie, good movie. It was filmed in our neck of the woods. Yeah, um, like yeah, Lone Ranger. It just was wasn't that bad. good. Yeah, like, I I mean, like he was fine in that movie, but the movie itself was just bad. Like the thing is, they were one hundred percent trying to get more of that Pirates of the Caribbean money. Mm-hmm. But the mm. thing is, the script was not nearly punchy enough. The characters weren't likable enough. Um, they were trying to put Johnny Depp into that weird caricature role of like, ooh, he's so weird, isn't he? But like without the charming part. And so he was just weird. Um, and like the film just felt like it had no punch. It didn't have any like draw to anything. It didn't feel new and interesting. Um, and I think honestly, a big part of it was is that they were trying to go off of the old cowboys and like the old Western like television show things. Obviously, Lone Ranger remake of that. But it like right. didn't work because the audience that liked that are fucking like sixty and seventy. Yeah, and so like they see this adaptation like, oh, this is not for me. This is not the Lone Ranger I know. And all the kids are like, I don't fucking care about cowboys. <laughs> so like it doesn't hit any audience. <laughs> Which I think they I just think do that with a lot of be... things, things that were very popular back in the day, and then they're trying to bring back, and it just does not. It doesn't hit because it's a different world now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, oh, uh, I forgot to mention one thing. On Thanksgiving, we tried to watch 2019 Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. That movie was really fucking boring. It was boring. <laughs> Nothing happened. We watched it for like 20 minutes, and there was one murder, and a girl put on a tampon or a pad in front of another girl. Sorry. And that oh. No, was- it was a fucking a cup. No, she forgot her cup. She lost her cup. It was one of those uh, period cups. Yeah, but no, but she lost her cup. Oh, That's why she needed the pad. Yeah, and then she was like, ah. Oh. This is yeah, just getting increasingly confusing <laughs> more than it is boring. Someone's fucking menstrual cycle in fucking shitty-ass Black Christmas 2019 HBO uh, movie. It was really bad. <laughs> and there was one death and there was not even blood. What the fuck? And it was bad acting. It and was. also confusing because like it was boring. Okay, let me set this up. The first ten minutes of this movie. The girl's like walking on the street on Christmas. She's like, I'm gonna be to the sorority house soon. Love you guys. And then she's like walking and there's like a person in the hood that's like right in front of her. I well, you know, she's walking and there's like a guy behind her and she like gets her keys out and puts them into like her hand. And um 
she's like getting ready to fight the guy and she like turns around and the guy just crosses the street and then she turns around and then there's like a dude in all black in a hood and she doesn't want to fight him though and so she runs away badly and then she's like going to a bunch of houses going to a bunch of houses and then she goes to a house knocks on the door and then she freaks out because the person in the hood is just in that house now <laughs> and then he grabs an icicle very slowly off of the roof and kills her with it with one stab and there was a blood and there was no blood at there all. was no blood it was so bad it was really lame with one stab with an icicle like everyone says that will be a good idea no it's not gonna be a good idea that's not gonna fucking pierce through the skin what the fuck are you even thinking yeah get a real weapon <laughs> not like go off on serial killers like, yeah get a real weapon, learn you how bitch. to murder <laughs> god <laughs> what the fuck uh anyway don't watch that movie it was really bad also i never <laughs> murdered like... yeah sure uh, i don't believe you <laughs> um all right well, that's all i had actually i should ask you jeremy have you been watching anything interesting lately uh, this was a, a, a pretty, a pretty dry week for me. I think, yeah, I think most of it just like binging on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which sounds like a pretty good time. It, it is. Yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying I watched it. I've... for a while and it's pretty entertaining. I, uh, intend to be playing that on my PS5. <laughs> Fuck um. you. <laughs> <laughs> Took the Don't words right out of my mouth. Nobody cares. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You're shit. Well, <laughs> uh, I think that that is going to do it for this one. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining the call. That was fun. Oh, Dariah, before you cut things off, you're, you know, all this talk about Hulu, like one thing I want to ask is, have you watched the show Letterkenny yet? No, like I keep seeing stuff about that, but it just looks like, I don't know. So like the person in my world, he is a uh, old, old friend. I don't talk to him anymore. I would say he's mm-hmm. just below acquaintance at this point in my life. Uh, he sells cocaine. And I have very little respect for the human being. And he talks okay, about that show all Do the not time. Let that guy color the, the letter Kenny experience because that show is great. But does he do cocaine or just does he just sell cocaine? I think he's the whole the whole package. He's so you know, like he fucking samples his product. Yeah, yeah, you know how they say don't sample your own product? He's like, I bought it, this is mine to do with whatever I want. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so you know what? Ignore Tony Montana. Subtract him from he wishes. the equation. You really should be checking out Letterkenny. That's a good show. Also, like, is it just like a bunch of hillbillies being hillbillies? Because that's what it looks Canadian like. Canadian hillbillies. No, being... well, that's that's the thing. That's what it looks like. But they they look at they um, they use it and kind of subvert it. Like um, it takes maybe like two or three episodes to start feeling the rhythm that that show provides. But once you get past that hump, once you start laughing at the jokes, you know, and start experiencing some of the callback jokes that, that are kind of stapled to the show. Um, like, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's much smarter than you think it's, than you think it is. Would you say it's more in line with the tone of it's always sunny in Philadelphia or trailer park boys? Oh wow, that's Our like I want to say it leans a bit more towards uh, Sunny in Philadelphia, without getting quite so cynical about the state of humanity. <laughs> that's the great part of Always Sunny. 
And I would have to say it's the same thing like with Trailer Park Boys too, because Trailer Park Boys, like, like, it's kind of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Trailer Park Boys are gutters on the same road, just different directions. On the <laughs> <laughs> just like that's one way to think about it. Graphical locations. <laughs> yeah, but no, Letter Kenny's a a bit smarter than that. Hmm. Okay, I may have to check that out and report back on the next live show next week. What is it on? At least give Hulu? it. Yeah, it like it. It goes fast, but give it. Um, at least give the first season a shot. If if the first season, and the way that C- Canadians do seasons is like the first season is like half of a year, right? Um, so season one and season two are like really the first American season, um, right? 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 But if you can make it through the first like half year of the show, um. You, you should be able to enjoy it. And if you don't, then you don't. But, you know, some shows might be a slow burn. Hard to say. Like, I thought it was funny pretty quickly. All right. I will give it a shot and report back. All right. I will give it a shot when I have another free Hulu <laughs> subscription. <laughs> <laughs> or on free, but, like, that's... It has ads, so... <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Uh, well, thank you for that recommendation. Oh, don't thank me until you love the show. Okay. Um, or fucking <laughs> curse him out when you hate it. <laughs> One or the other. You can curse well, me out. I'll just fucking laugh. You're lost. All right. I'm going to uh, disconnect you guys here. Thank you for joining. Have a great night. Right. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't add much to the conversation, but thanks for having me, I guess. Oh, you were great. You were great, Robbie. Good job, Robbie. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. You're a good, good You're man. You're a good person. Yeah. And, um, Thanks. I need that ego boost. I know. We always <laughs> shit on you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get shit on this episode. That's kind of nice. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Aw. <laughs> you can't pronounce things correctly, Robbie. <laughs> Coming from the person who is so drunk right now. <laughs> I'm not so drunk, just a little <laughs> drunk. All right. Well, thank you for joining, Robbie. Uh, talk to not you. Not a soon. problem. All right. Talk to you soon. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show, and hope you, if you're listening to this on the. Uh, archive hope you're enjoying that if you want to get a hold of us you can do so through email at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com once again that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us on social media we're on facebook twitter and instagram last ones in and last ones in podcast we would love to hear from you guys you have a great week. We'll see you again on the next live show. Keep an eye out for our end of the year content where we go over and rate a bunch of lists. It's going to be a great time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.